0: The following is a paid program on this station.
1: Welcome back to the second hour of Leading Edge Medicine. Leading Edge Medicine provides only general medical information. Since everyone's individual situation is unique, you should consult your own physician before taking any action related to your personal health. All content of this program is intended for general informational purposes only. Good morning and welcome to Leading Edge Medicine with Dr. Jerry Mixon and Dr. Samira UMat. Leading Edge Medicine is sponsored by Longevity Medical Clinics and is devoted to helping you feel and function better tomorrow than you do today by providing the newest and most advanced medical care designed to improve both your body and your brain. Leading Edge Medicine will keep you informed regarding the very latest developments in science and medicine while highlighting some of the Northwest's most prominent physicians, all while helping you separate the science from the silly and the facts from the fiction this is live call-in radio at its very best giving you the opportunity to participate in the show and now here are your hosts for leading edge medicine dr jerry mixon and dr samira umat along with their co-host lynette morgan
0: there and welcome back to our number 2 it's leading edge medicine taking your phone calls and room for you with your questions about your health or a loved one's health maybe a recent diagnosis we'd love to hear from you here's that number to call their uh, phone lines are open for you at 800-465-8770 and we have earl on the line continuing to talk about uh, what's going on with his mom and her leg issues Thanks.
2: Yeah, I think we're all in agreement. This is almost certainly a neurologic problem of some sort. And the question is, what is, is damage in her brain? Um, I said, told the, the, the rest of the guys here that if I gals. were going to guess, I'm <clears throat> sorry, the guess,
3: <laughs> the, <gals>. the ladies.
2: <laughs> um, if I were going to guess, I would guess that we'll get an MRI and there will be a series of lacunar strokes. She's probably got vascular uh uh, neurologic disease, um, but we won't know till we do the studies. So she needs a good neurologist, and she needs good uh, magnetic imaging of her brain because that's probably where her lesions are.
4: Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, then, yeah, that- we did. She did a she did an MRI probably about maybe eight months ago, and mm-hmm. they were only able to complete about half of it they were they were trying to look for you know spinal stenosis and and they couldn't find any but they they were only able to do about half of the mri because she just she does not like mri machines mm-hmm. but they also didn't give her any ear protection during it and oh. i think the sound really um oh yeah I think the sounds sound bad enough with that your really projection. jars her yeah, Aww. yeah, and um, and so, um, but um, I, you know, if we do find you know a good, is there a good neurologist that you could recommend, like in the Tacoma area? Because we have her currently in assisted living, you know, in the Tacoma area. So
2: I don't know anybody down in Tacoma. Um, oh boy. Uh, we got some docs down there that, that might know, but I don't, I'd don't. have yeah, to talk to them.
5: I, um, I mean, if you want to maybe call um, the longevity clinic and speak to the manager and see if she has a doctor referral list with any neurologist in your area, she'd be happy to give it to you, and I'll, I'll kind of let her know to expect your call. But off the top of my head, okay. not. But, you know, there are a lot of regional clinics for specialty centers like University of Washington or Swedish or Evergreen. Maybe if you can connect with human, I don't know what coverage you can get. But with any of those specialty clinics, I would probably just choose University of Washington just because it's University of Washington. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, the
2: other thing, too, mm-hmm. is that the, they have a variety of different MRI machines out there. Mm-hmm. They have the the Taurus machines that are pretty tight and constricted. But then they, they do have some open MRIs, too, yeah. that are much less claustrophobic. And I don't understand why they would not put here hearing protection. Yeah, because those those things go bang, 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 bang. (laughs) It's just it's awful. Um, Yeah. But, uh, you know, if if you wherever you're going to take her a look to see if they if they have an open MRI that won't enclose her head so she won't get claustrophobic. Ask them if it it would be possible to give her a little bit of sedation. Mm -hmm. You know, just a little bit of uh, lorazepam or Valium uh, before the procedure, just so she relaxes some. Mm -hmm. And uh, then make darn sure that they give her some really upbeat, cheerful music in her headphones. That's right. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, when I had my MRI, uh, I, I... I chose uh, Susan Marches myself. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. So, you know.
4: What is the number to the longevity clinic again? I know that you had mentioned it earlier in the show, but um, something young. I can't remember.
2: Oh, 866-86-YOUNG.
0: Six, oh. six, yes, yes, uh, 866-86-YOUNG okay. is the number that you can call.
4: Okay, okay. All right. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I greatly appreciate it because uh, you know any kind of insight on on what our next moves are on this would um, yeah. be you know very appreciated. Appreciated. Right. Well, so, well, and but, and um,
2: I think spinal you. stenosis is kind of a, a long shot for this one
5: uh-huh.
2: because spinal stenosis, as Doctor Umat pointed out, should give her flaccidity. Mm. The the legs should just kind of be limp and weak. Mm. Uh, Contractors almost always come with upper motor neuron, something up in the brain rather than down below.
4: Okay. Okay.
2: Okay. All right. Well, thank you
4: very much for your time. I greatly appreciate
2: it. You're welcome, sir. Take
0: care. Thank you for your call, Earl. Uh, Answering questions, both Dr. Samira Umat here in the studio, Dr. Jerry Mixon drinking our coffee, our tea, and we are here. I would love to talk with you if you have a question, if you're listening to the show and you're like, oh, I wish I would have called. Don't wait until the very last minute. We have room right now for you at 800-465-8770. Sometimes we get uh, five people calling. At the very last second. Oh, you've got your leftist. My cup (laughs) that says "Leftist Tears" on it. I love Ben Shapiro.
2: Yes, but uh, actually, this now has. Today is a mixture of green tea and apple cider. No leftist tears
5: in there. You you're making it taste a little uh, tangy. I threw threw in
2: two green teas and then a little half a spoon of powdered apple Apple cider. Apple cider, huh? just for fun.
0: Oh, okay. Here we go. Next time, maybe the green tea and the um, apple cider gummies. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm talking to the doctors here. All right. Let's take another phone call. And if you'd like to get through, phone lines are wide open for you at 800-465-8770. Right now, we're traveling to Enumclaw. Sandy is on the line. Hi there, Sandy. Hi. Thank Hi. you. How can we help I now? I um, have...
6: Well, thank you. I've been using Metamucil for a few months. Uh Uh-huh. And um, I just read the warning on the package. And it says, consuming this product can expose you to chemicals, including lead. And I wondered (laughs) what the danger of that is.
2: With Metamucil, uh, I would suspect it's quite low. That warning... By the way, is thanks to the governor of California. Mm. Uh, California passed a law that basically said that anything that had any risk of having toxic chemicals, including heavy metals in it, uh, had to carry a warning. And many companies, like Metamucil, which is a big national international company, because they sell a lot of product in California, put that warning on all of their products.
0: Okay. Uh. Oh, okay.
2: The reality is, anything grown in soil, any plant that you that, that grows, you know, on Mother Earth, is going to absorb a certain amount of metals because metals are ubiquitous within the soil, and water is a great solvent. And so when the plants are pulling up water out of the soil, they're pulling up minerals with it. Plants grown here in the Pacific Northwest have an extremely high uh, level of arsenic. Arsenic is rich in our soil. Some areas have lead, some have cadmium, some have iron, some have silicates. Uh, And since the company doesn't know and they're not going to test for just the stuff in California, they just put that warning on everything. Uh Even new cars in even new cars in California have that warning. (laughs)
5: <laughs> really? Really,
2: not,
0: yes. Do not your, consume
2: this yes. car. For your sure? automobile, yes, because because there are chemicals and plastics inside the car, and they outgas, and you might be inhaling mm. some gases that have some toxins, and so even your cars have that warning in California. Oh. So oh, That's interesting. As soon as they
0: <laughs> leave the state, are they then okay? <laughs> or? No, you know, fact
2: is, life is uncertain. Yes, you are going to get a certain amount amount of metals. What we do, most reputable companies, for instance, you know, I have a supplement company and we, we make things like Relief Factor. We test every batch of our raw materials and we test it for heavy metals, including lead and arsenic and cadmium and etc. And then we screen them for bacteria and we screen them for funguses and so on before we make any of the pills. There is a small amount of of bad stuff in everything. Mm. Okay, you go buy carrots at the store. If they were not grown, you know, in hydroponic uh, conditions, if they were grown in the ground, those carrots contain some metals. Yeah. Even
0: the organic ones that you pay twice for. Yes. Yes. yeah. Yes. Organic just yes. means yes. something, not not metals, yes. <laughs> right. That's right?
2: It's the fertilizer they used. <laughs> yeah. Was chicken or cow poop? Yeah. Instead of uh, you know, instead of a synthetic, they used crap for their fertilizer. There you go. (laughs) So, so that's what you're eating when you eat organic.
5: There you go.
0: (laughs) You're paying more for it. I know a lot of folks think, oh well, it's pure. I eat organic, so nothing touches it. That's right.
2: Um, Nothing, nothing, nothing but chicken and cow poop.
0: There you go. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you
2: very much. Oh,
0: thank you so much, Sandy. Take
2: care. Bye-bye. You're welcome. Oh, bye-bye. I do eat organic whenever I reasonably can. There you go. But I can afford it.
0: Okay. And and, and some people are wondering, well, or they'll just assume that organic means, oh, no, they don't have any of those. It's perfect. No, it doesn't. No. No.
2: No, it's whatever that, that cow or those chickens pooped out. That's what went into the soil to grow your organic foods. It
5: means that yeah. more natural, <laughs> more than natural. processed or that's synthetic. Right. Yeah. There you go.
0: Oh, boy. This is Leading Edge Medicine. Of course, we are brought to you each and every week by Longevity Medical Clinics. Uh, we're here for how many years? Almost 25 years on the radio. 1999 yes. on the radio. 98 I opened the, the clinic.
2: And in ninety nine, I started the first radio show. Wow.
0: Wow. Every single Saturday here, answering your questions, talking with you, and we would love to talk with you, too. Here is the number to call in. It's 800-465-8770. But, you know, we're here because Dr. Mixon and his staff, Dr. Umat and her staff care about you and your health as you're aging, because we all are, and we want you to be stronger. We want you to be faster and leaner and smarter, Dr. Mixon really wants you to be sexier. Well, I suspect your mate wants that. Yes. <laughs> and doctor, Personally, I don't give <laughs> And Dr. UMAT really wants you to be happier. And we would love to have you come in. We'd love to meet you. Come in for that free health analysis appointment. We're still offering this, and we would love to have you come in. And uh, give us a little bit of your history. Find out, as Dr. Mixon says, what life has done to you so far. We want to know. And you'll take a couple of tests, a blood test, and a very simple in-body test. And then what happens next, Dr. Umat, as they meet with the doctor?
5: Yeah, they will go over the test results from the in-body and from the blood test. The blood test tells us about um, damaged hemoglobin in the cells, telling us whether your sugar levels have been higher than average or not, and therefore what is your risk for developing prediabetes or di- diabetes, frankly. And that is a risk factor for many of the smallest of blood vessels. It it affects everything. Every single part of your body. You may think of diabetes as just an inert thing. It isn't. It's affecting your kidneys, your liver, your lungs, your brain, your eyes, your skin. And it it actually can reduce your lifespan. Mm-hmm. And what we want to do is advise you that this is starting and how you can reverse it and change the trajectory of your future with that knowledge. And then we monitor you continuously for that. So it's a very, very important task. And you should know numbers in this day and age. And then the second one, the in-body, is basically looking at muscle and fat. What is the water content in your body? How much muscle do you have in your arms, in your legs, and in your core? And how much body fat is there? And more specifically, how much visceral fat there is? Visceral fat is the deep abdominal fatty tissue that surrounds internal organs that increases risk for inflammation, cancer, dementia heart disease, and premature death. And we want to identify risk factors so we can educate you, teach you, help you, and reverse these risk factors so you lead a healthier life for longer.
2: And those tests are free.
5: Those tests are free. And if they show
2: you're at high risk, then we will do a bigger panel that does involve some cost. Mm -hmm. But that then includes another full hour with the doctor to go over the results. Exactly.
5: The same doctor will see you to review your actual test results, and then you get to decide whether you want your care provided by a longevity medical physician or not.
0: Very good. Yes, and we have three clinics to serve you, Linwood and Kirkland and Tacoma, all three clinics available five days a week, and an additional sixth day on Saturdays in the Kirkland Clinic. So there's a time, a day, and a schedule that will work for you. Just simply go to our website, lmclinic.com to get signed up for that free health analysis appointment. That's lmclinic.com. You can also give us a phone call at 866-86-YOUNG. That's 866-86-YOUNG. We'll be right back, and we have Jerry on the line. Don's waiting as well as Scott. We'll talk with you next on Leading Edge Medicine.
1: edge medicine leading edge medicine for the first time in history you can choose how to age call with your question at 1-800-465-8770 that's 800-465-8770
4: If you have chronic pain and are considering stem cell therapy, consider the only doctor with over 30 years of experience with pain medicine techniques, including stem cell therapy. And that's Dr. Daniel Nelson, MD, with Eastside Pain and Regenerative Medicine. Here's what a satisfied patient had to say.
6: I would say Dr. Nelson is a great guy. He's very personable, makes you feel very comfortable, as does the staff. Everything went well. I had the stem cell injections, and within a month, I really had a change in my life my knee. It was uh, unbelievable to me, honestly. I thought there'd be more pain involved with the procedure, and there was hardly any. Uh, It was amazing, and I've told a lot of people about it. After having it for two years now, it worked
4: tremendously. Glad I did it. You should consider stem cell therapy, but call a medical doctor with experience, Dr. Daniel Nelson, MD, 425 823 Four thousand. That's 425-823-4000 or danielnelsonmd.com.
6: I had gone to my doctor, and then I found out I had osteoporosis. She wanted me to go on the traditional female hormones. And then I heard Dr. Mixon on the radio. Then I realized there were really good options that were different, and I didn't have to take the traditional route. Within three months of being a patient at longevity, I had my energy back. I could feel happy again. <laughs>
3: you make me
1: feel so young you make me feel so spring has sprung and every time i see you grin
3: i'm such
1: a happy individual the moment that you speak
0: Welcome I want to go. Play. This is Leading Edge Medicine. Seen. I'm Lynette, Dr. Jerry Mixon here. Doctor Samira Umat and boy have we had a lot of calls, very busy show so far. Uh, we've been talking about the clinics and longevity. One of the things we're excited about is happening at the end of this month, and it's a, a health fair. And one of our callers earlier mentioned the gallery tests, and we're offering that to not we already do that for longevity patients, but now offering it for people That are not longevity patients Could you talk about that? So, yeah, yeah Doctor yeah, Umat. So, yeah. what do
5: they need to do, and when is this happening? So, uh, this is a health fair we're hosting at the Kirkland Clinic in um, uh, for our long, for our clinic uh, from nine to twelve. It is for pa- for people who are listening that are not patients of our clinic because we've been offering this early cancer detection test for our own patients for a very long time. And this uh, is the last Saturday of January, right? January twenty eighth. That's right, January twenty eighth. So, okay. So, Gallery. Um, is the name of the test. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a early cancer detection test. What This test is brand new. It wasn't even available before 2021. And as soon as we heard about it, we did start carrying it in our clinics for our patients because the technology is sound. It's u- using mRNA and DNA technology in the bloodstream. Basically, your cancer cells are making changes in the blood that can be picked up to tell us the likelihood of 50 different cancers At a very early stage, which means that you can get early treatment and treatment and cure. Um, So the point is that one blood test, and actually, if you read in the literature, they call it liquid gold because it literally is your one blood test can pick up the risk of 50 different types of cancers. There is no other test today that can do this. Our testing is specific for a type of cancer and we will either draw blood for a specific thing that we're looking for to tell us whether you have that ovarian cancer or not or some or prostate cancer or not, or we will target um, diagnostic imaging studies towards the t- tissue to look for that cancer, whether it be breast or prostate or any now other you're thing.
2: talking about the way it's usually done.
5: That is usually done, <clears throat> but with Gallery, the there's one blood test which will pick up the likelihood of 50 different cancers. Wow. It is a screening test. There's nothing like that available on the market right now. This is something we've dreamed of for years, and now we have it. We have it. No insurance carrier covers for this right now. And our patients at Longevity Medical Clinic can get this done anytime because we have been offering it to them. But for the first time, Longevity Medical Clinic will open its doors to non-patients and they can come in for a booked, scheduled appointment and have this blood test drawn. Once you have it drawn, one of our doctors will call you back and tell you your test result. You do have to fill out a medical questionnaire. They will help you sort through medical issues and problems. If you are negative, that's great. And anybody over the age of 50 can take this test okay. because it covers so many different things. It covers, you know, brain and GI and prostate and breast and colon cancers and skin. I'd expand that age range a bit, though.
2: Okay. I think anyone over 50 should have the test. Okay. But <laughs> yes. anyone below 50 that has either had a cancer yeah. or for some reason is at high risk of cancer. The <laughs> cat you know, if you've, be had, a good you've had radiation exposures, you're on a drug that suppresses your immune response. Let's say you're yeah. a rheumatoid arthritis patient, mm. yeah. you know, or a scleroderma patient or something like that. You're on medications that suppress your immune response, which puts you at increased risk of cancers.
5: And even uh, some, um, you know, industry workers, like, for example, firefighters, aviation, like people fly all the time. They are exposed to radiation that increases their yes. risk for ca- developing cancer. So absolutely they at younger age they're better candidates to find out yeah. whether they yeah so
2: you know I, if they're on a flight crew or they're a, a firefighter i'd kick that ri- that level down to the upper 30s low 40s anyway okay sure. And anybody who's ever had any kind of cancer, you may be cured from that cancer. But cancer formers tend to form new cancers. Yeah. And so if you've ever had any cancer, you're at high risk of future cancers. You should get your gallery test, even if you think you've been cured. Okay.
0: Yeah. And it's just a blood test, right, Dr. It, it, Yuma? It's a blood test. Any preparation needed No preparation
5: this? needed. Okay, so no fasting, no nothing. Fasting. You just show up. No, you just but it is but you have to make a scheduled, scheduled appointment. It's a scheduled
2: I, appointment, and it's $1,250. You have to question. fill
5: out the okay. health questionnaire, um, and it's better if you fill it out before you come in or you come in early and plan to sit in the lobby and fill it out because our doctors are going to need to know that information when they call you back. And it is $1,250. There okay. is no insurance. Coverage for this? It's about $25 per cancer. Okay.
0: Oh, okay. When you look at it that way, boy, what an investment to know. Peace of mind, too. And know if you've got something uh,
5: that could be happening, then you go back to your primary doctor
0: and get some tests. That's exactly right.
5: That's exactly right. You will go back to your primary care provider and they will start the screening process to look for something. If you don't have a primary provider, we will help you and we'll help you schedule an appointment with somebody in your area so that you can. Get investigations done. And then, if you can't get in with the primary care, we will make arrangements for you to see a genetic counselor. Wonderful. So, we will carry you through this if you get a positive diagnosis. Very good. Okay. So, we've only talked about this one weekend and slots are getting
0: filled. But we do have room and we will make room for you. Whether you, uh, now, if you, again, if you're a longevity patient, talk to your doctor at Longevity. We will cover you for that. Uh, If you're not, this is the day that we are doing this. It's happening on Saturday. Saturday, January 28th from 9 until noon. Correct. We'll have slots available for you. And here is that number to call to make your appointment. Don't put this off because we've never had this available for the gallery test. And you just let them know, hey, I want to schedule for the gallery test. And that number is 866-86-YOUNG. That number that we give each week, 866-86-YOUNG. And you can actually do that right now if you wanted to. And this is happening at our Kirkland office so far. Eventually, we may extend that to other offices. But right now, we don't have the days. We're getting some questions
2: about Tacoma. So we'll Tacoma. probably do it in Tacoma eventually. Okay. But it may be a while. Um, interestingly, we only announced this last week. Yeah. Right. We filled up all the slots. Yes, we did. But what they've done is we're bringing in a second phle- a phlobata. The second person to draw blood. Okay. So we can now double the number of spots. Mm-hmm. The first trash filled up last yes, week. Yes, it
0: did. So
2: I'm going to suggest you yes. don't wait for more weeks.
0: Go ahead, make and room a call for you. Yes.
2: So that while we still have room for you.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. That number again is 866-86-YOUNG. young. All right. Let's go back to phones. We've got several waiting on the line here. Jerry from Gig Harbor calling in. Thank you for your patience, Jerry. Welcome Hello, Jerry. to the show
7: hi uh, I'm a patient down in Tacoma. Um, the issue I've got is uh, over over the past years my sleep has become less reliable. Um, I've been using uh, back and forth between something like Ambien. like a small dose of Ambien and or and an antihistamine. Mm-hmm. Uh, they help me get back to sleep in the middle of the night. Um, I seem to develop tolerance for them quickly so i I switch back and forth. Um, but I did hear about a release factor that came out with a new product called Sleep. Mm-hmm. And I ordered it and tried it, and it's been pretty effective. Good. But I'm concerned about, well, I guess the primary ingredient is melatonin, but there's other things in it. And I was just wondering about developing tolerance to melatonin, whether it has long-term effects, or whether it should just be taking it sporadically. They seem okay. to be indicating I should take it every night, and I'm a little reluctant mm-hmm. to do that, so... What's your reaction to melatonin and relief factor in sleep?
2: Okay, well, first of all, the melatonin in in the sleep product is not the primary actor it's it's actually uh, and it's an also ran uh, it's only one milligram of melatonin which uh you know personally i take 10 milligrams of melatonin every night
5: okay now that's a high dose use. okay so <laughs> anybody listening please do not go out and pick up 10 milligrams of that's melatonin. right but and this me, is
0: per uh, capsule yeah. right dr yeah. Yeah. mixon well
2: yeah but let me explain why
0: <laughs> okay
2: there are good studies that show that if you, if you use 10 milligrams of melatonin at night or more, you double the response of your pituitary to the hypothalamic stimulation to make growth hormone. Ah, So you actually double the amount of growth hormone that your own body will produce.
5: It is true that you are reducing <laughs> melatonin production and growth hormone production as you're getting older. That's right. So melatonin use has actually many, many advantages. Yep, it F- does. Sleep is just one right. minor one yes, that people does. start with. Right. So
2: I put a little bit of melatonin in that product, just the one milligram per capsule. Um, and so... The main ingredients, though, are the the theanine and the GABA. Uh, Theanine is the active ingredient in green tea that makes you relax and mellow out. That's why sipping green tea for thousands of years has been a big thing um, among Asians. It it does help you relax. The amount of theanine in in the sleep product is equivalent to five cups of green tea. So that's your big hit. It's not the melatonin. It's the theanine.
0: <laughs> Except you don't go to bed with a full bladder, so that's That's nice. right. You don't have to get up and pee. <laughs> you don't have to do that. The, <laughs> other,
2: the other one is GABA, which is a neurotransmitter that, get once more, uh, damps things down, lets you fall into a deeper state of sleep earlier in the night. Um, the product is designed with the high GABA theanine doses so that you don't get hungover in the morning. They're designed to let you wake up and be awake and alert and ready to go when you when you do get up.
0: Yeah, you don't get that groggy. I can attest to that. You yeah. do not get that groggy, hungover feeling. You are like,
2: oh, time to wake up. So I, I see smaller people or people that don't use much in the way of sedatives, uh, they take one pill. Larger folks take two pills. Really big people, especially those with significant weight issues, they often will take three. And uh, so you adjust the dose depending on what your response is. But I have not seen any studies anywhere that any of these ingredients uh, develop tachyphylaxis. That is tolerance over time. So you should be able to do it uh, every night. And it's not addictive and it shouldn't mm-hmm. shouldn't hang you over in the morning. So,
5: Now, it is true, though, that some nights you'll need less, and some nights you mm-hmm. may need sure. more. And that's, you know, mm-hmm. even light makes a difference to how yes. much melatonin you need.
2: Light yeah. and, and the colors of the light, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you can damp your lights down in the evening, dim them, get to more of a reddish glow and less blue, get away from the computers and the stimulation of the late night news.
0: And the at yep. night, no playing games. You probably
2: won't need nearly <laughs> as much of the sleep product.
0: Yeah.
7: By the and way, does we're gonna, it reduce your own ability to make melatonin?
2: No, it does not. And uh, melatonin okay. is a very short half life. So, okay. you know, you, the big key in your melatonin is going to be your age. Young people make a lot more of it than old people. And your uh, exposure to light. If you're out in bright light in the daytime, you'll kick more melatonin out at night. But if you're indoors and stuff, You don't make much melatonin at night.
0: Good to know. And, of course, that's called Relief Factor Sleep.
2: That's what it's doing right now. We're actually going to rename it. Make it Z's.
0: Oh, uh, Z's. Right. We do have it in the clinics. In yep, case we have anybody. it at the longevity clinics, and you That's can right. find that online as well. Uh, Jerry, thank you so much for your question. we got to run. You hear the music. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with more. I almost said relief factor sleep, but no, we'll be back with more leading-edge medicine in just a moment. Stay right there.
1: leading edge medicine. Join in the conversation at 1-800-465-8770 and tell your friends to listen. That's 1-800-465-8770.
8: No matter your age, if you are looking to decrease your dependence on glasses at both distance and near, I suggest you go with experience. Pete Talbot here again for Dr. Michael Gilbert at Northwest Vision Institute in Bellevue and Kirkland. He's not just my ophthalmologist and my wives, my sons, my friends and all my neighbors, but he was just recently voted best LASIK in 425 Magazine and has been voted best doc in Seattle Magazine many, many times. So whether it's LASIK or RLE or advanced cataract surgery, Northwest Vision Institute will find the best option for you. So if you're over 40 or 50 and haven't had an eye exam for a year or more, here's something you simply won't get anywhere else, an advanced ocular exam. Not that simple eye exam, everyone else does. So to schedule your advanced ocular exam, go online at nwvision.com or call 425-450-2020. 425-450-2020.
5: This is Carolyn. In our 60s, my husband and I were struggling with libido and i've always called him dudley do right because he's such a good guy but since longevity now i'm calling him studly do right
0: And welcome back. It's Longevity's Leading Edge Medicine. We're here with you every Saturday morning at the same time, and we invite you to call in and be a part of our show. We love talking with you at 800-465-8770. In the studio today, Dr. Samira Yumat, also Dr. Jerry Mixon. My name is Lynette, and I like answering those phones. Let's go to them now. Uh, in Everett, we have Dawn calling in. Hi, Don. Welcome. Hello, Don.
3: Well, appreciate it.
0: Yeah. Uh, I my wife
3: that. on Thursday is going to be having a what I believe is an ECRP procedure to remove a gallstone that's stuck in her... her um, Common oh, duct, yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. And uh, I am assuming... Uh, We haven't gotten the the procedures yet. We haven't been given that yet. Uh, Should she stop taking the omega-3 pills and the relief factor?
2: Uh, I'd have her skip everything that morning and probably stop the omegas two or three days in advance. Uh, this okay. is not this is not a bloody procedure, really. Uh, once in a while, there's a little tear or something that causes some modest bleeding, but this should just be a little sedation, make her make her groggy so she doesn't gag and so on as they put this down her throat. Uh, Oh, that's a good idea. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, they run the scope down the esophagus, through the stomach, into the duodenum, to where they find the common duct. And the idea is to try to stretch open that common duct and get hold of the stone and pull it on through. Um, And so there's, you know, there's sometimes a little trauma. Um, okay. So you you'd want her to be able to clot things off pretty fast, and that's why you'd want to, you know, decrease the she omegas she for a few some,
3: days. Uh, MK seven uh, pills. She doesn't normally take them nor- normally, but no, she takes some no. MK seven.
2: No. Oh, I, again, okay. the, the 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 trauma from this is pretty darn mild. Uh, It'll right. either come through or it won't.
7: So. All right. Yep. Yeah.
3: The other question is the uh, surgeon, uh, ha- when he had the gallbladder, uh, um, I guess it was an ultrasound, uh-huh. said her gallbladder is full of sludge. Is the what the word he used? Yep. What uh, is that? He's, he wants to have uh, remove the gallbladder, uh, but do you think sludge is sufficient enough to cause the, the gallbladder to get removed? <sighs>
2: It's that sludge that has produced the stone <laughs> she's dealing oh, with right now. Okay, let me right. explain a little bit about gallbladders because most folks here have no idea what their gallbladder oh, does. Oh, we
0: only hear about the stones <laughs> and then they right. take it out.
2: Um, your liver produces a compound called bile, and bile is a emulsifying agent for fat. So, whenever you have fat in your diet, um, the fat has to be broken up into tiny, tiny, tiny globules so that it can be absorbed by the gut. If it's not, then you get abdominal cramping and diarrhea and so on. So the the bile goes from the liver into the gallbladder where it's concentrated. The gallbladder pulls the water out of it and it gives you a very concentrated, thick liquid. And then when the fat gets into the first part of the bowel, the gallbladder contracts and squirts out this concentrated bile to mix with the food that has fat in it. That then emulsifies the fat so you absorb it well as it goes on through your, your gut. Okay. <clears throat> Some people do too good a job of concentrating (laughs) and they concentrate it to the point that it actually starts to precipitate out the bile salts start coming out of solution Mm. and if they come out in in lots of little tiny tiny particles you've got sludge oh okay if they form big enough crystalline structures you have stones Okay, so is
0: the little stone like a snowball in that sludge? It, and it basically just keeps is, and it gets bigger, bigger and bigger and, bigger, bigger, and, bigger, and, and
2: bigger. bigger, and the sludge, as long as it's not too thick, can still make it down the common duct, and and it's, your ball, gallbladder is functional. The problem you get is that if you start getting stasis, things are not being emptied out. The gallbladder can't effectively contract and squirt stuff out. Um, you get stasis, and then you can start getting bacterial infections, mm. and you can get an uh-huh. infected gallbladder. We don't want that. You can have that. The other, no, way you get gall- so. the other way you get gallstone pain is if the gallstones come down and get caught in the bile duct or in the common duct. Now the gallbladder is contracting against an obstruction, and the stuff can't get out. And it's that spasming against the obstruction that causes the pain. Mm. Okay. So if you can remove the stone, great. Okay. Okay. If the sludge doesn't get infected and doesn't get impacted and doesn't cause obstruction, you're fine. Surgeons like to do surgery. And take
0: things out? Yeah, they they take have things out. Ectomies. So. Yes, they,
2: they, they, they have a professional motto that says, when in doubt, whack it out.
0: <laughs> oh, 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 wow. <laughs> and so. <laughs> oh, it's on the wall on a, a, a big canvas. That's guess, right. You know, the yeah. operating room. And no, so. no,
5: but, they, but the other point also is, you know, if they leave something in, then the patient's going to come back and say, well, why, why didn't, didn't you, you take, take it out when you had Precisely. the chance? Yes. Yeah, it's,
2: it, it's a no win for the doc, yeah. really. And people live without their gallbladders. People and, live without. It, but
3: well, I'm living without mine, and that's yeah. a pain in the butt.
2: <laughs> yeah, because ah. now you got to watch how much fat is in your yes. diet, and you know, and some people adjust to it well, and some people don't. Okay, and so some people have really really miserable restricted lives without a gallbladder, mm. and other people just sail through and never notice it. Yeah. So it's it's hard to predict.
5: How old is your wife, sir? Uh, Seventy
3: six.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. Well. Hopefully, they'll get the stone. And hopefully, once the stone is out, that sludge will come on through, and she'll get a, a pretty ultrasound of her gallbladder next time, I hope.
3: Oh, yes. so there's a possibility it could clean itself out,
2: then? Sure it is. Wow well, oh, okay. unob- hey, unobst- we'll unob- that. <laughs> yeah. Once you unobstruct the channel, oh. you know, if the sludge isn't too thick...
0: Then you it know, can be.
2: Then it can come, on, come
0: out. on out. Oh, OK. Oh, We learn so much, don't oh, we, Don? That's, that's good news. That's, that's that good is. news. I like to hear that. All right. That um, is
3: good.
2: Once more, there's an if there. Mm-hmm. If it isn't too thick.
3: Yeah, right. <laughs> right.
0: So find out. <laughs> that's right. You got it. There we go. All right. Thank you for your question, Don. And thank you for calling in on Leading Edge Medicine. All right, we're going to head right on to the next caller. The phones are flashing. We have uh, three on the line right now. Uh, Scott calling in from Bellevue. Hi, Scott. Hello, Welcome. Scott. Hi, hi. How you doing?
6: Hey, I have a patient all the way back, uh, uh, not currently, but back to 2001. So back in your early wow, days. Good. Hey, you, you gave a great, yeah, you gave a great answer to someone who called in last week about insulin resistance. And uh, every year I get a physical, and my A1C goes up a tenth of a point, like clockwork, and I'm at six, whatever that one is, right below diabetes. Now it's like six three or six four. Six four. And, yeah. Um, so I'm I'm right on the edge and I know you've said in the past, yeah, your body really doesn't know the difference and I, I get that. So yep. I'm I'm really watching the diet, you know, just doing everything. But uh, I've done this before where I've I've really restricted the carbs, you know, dropped thirty pounds, everything's mm-hmm. great. But the moment I touch a piece of bread, my blood mm-hmm. sugar spikes. So my question for you is how long do you have to uh, run with low blood sugar, at least low, you know, carb intakes to, to get those low blood sugar readings in order for your cells to kind of stop being so stupid insulin
2: resistant? Yeah. Okay. And let me, let me tell you, I, I really, really, really don't like that 6.4A1C. Okay. And let me give you a scary number to explain why. The higher your A1C, the faster your brain is shrinking. The faster you're losing brain cells. A person at 5.2 compared to a person at 5.7. 5.7, by the way, is our cutoff to be pre-diabetic. So 5.7 and above is pre-diabetic. 6.5 is overt diabetes. A pre-diabetic at 5.7 is losing brain tissue twice as fast as the person at 5.2. That's why our clinic goal is 5.2 and below. Okay, we do not accept 5.3, 5, 5.4, 5, 5.5, 5, and we sure is. Back. <laughs> yes. Shucky darn, I get upset at 6.4, I got to tell you. Yes. So um, if if you were back in the clinic, there's several things I'd want to do to you, okay? And one of them is I would want to kick your antibiotic hormone load up. I want your testosterone or your DHEA up into a very healthy 25-year-old range. And I want you at the gym exercising, doing both aerobic and resistance training. I want you to make as much muscle as you can because that muscle burns sugar 24-7 even when you're sleeping. Okay. Um, and so I'd even carry your, your testosterone load a little higher than usual. You know, normally, I'm, I'm shooting for 150 to 180. With somebody with your numbers, I'd be shooting for 180 to 200. Okay. Normal goes up to 210. So I'd still keep you within the normal, healthy 25-year-old range. I would not put you up in the in the bodybuilder range, but I want your metabolism to be shifted towards muscle and away from fat as much as practical. Okay. I'd also be very interested uh, in getting your your senescent cells treated. Uh, I would lower your senescent cell load so that your your healthy tissues can get into high gear, um, and then. Who knows? When I get the protocols finished up, maybe, maybe I would even consider the rapamycin for you, because rapamycin does tend to uh, to increase muscle. Uh, Health, but it has a also effect of of sometimes raising sugar a bit.
5: Sure, I mean there's lots of other things. You know, we haven't talked about thyroid and how that can play a role. Yeah, get that
2: get that TSH down around one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you know you need you need a major tune up if you're running six point four. This is simply not acceptable. And you were one of our patients for many, many years, and I'd say... We need you, Scott. Come back in. Do do what you need to do to get back in, because you need us worse than we need you.
0: Yes. Welcome back to Leading Edge Medicine. We have just a few minutes left of our show today. Dr. Jerry Mixon here answering your questions. And uh, Dr. Samira Umat, too. And we want to talk to a couple of our listeners who are uh, waiting patiently on the phone. We have Paul in Shelton. Hi there, Paul. We're glad oh, you're here. Welcome. Shelton. Okay. All right.
7: Hello, Paul. Hello there. Hi, Paul. Yeah. Hi.
9: Hello there. Yeah, I'm a member of the, or I'm a uh, patient at the Tacoma Clinic. Uh-huh. Good. But uh, what I'm calling about was was uh, I've uh, seen some information about this TRIM-X study for thymic uh, rejuvenation and, okay. uh, of the thymus gland, uh-huh. and just wondered what if you know anything about that, or is, are you doing that, or participating, or not? Or okay, I have not. I, well, I think the theory is fine.
2: Uh, l- let me explain a little bit about thymus involution to to folks. Um, thymus is a a gland that we is quite large when we're born. Uh, newborns have a really big thymus, sitting in the upper portion of the chest, lower esophagus, and it is a very active immune system, and it's kicking out immune cells at a furious rate. Uh, also, seems to have a lot to do with uh, with maintaining our stem cell load, which is our ability to repair and grow. As we age, our thymus shrinks and gets smaller and smaller and smaller. And usually by the time we're adults, it's barely discernible. You'd have to hunt for it. There is a school of thought, a theory, that says if we can get the thymus growing again, if we can get it bigger, we could rejuvenate our immune system, which should, if the theory panned out, uh, decrease our risk of cancers and heart diseases and so on. Um, I have not yet seen a study that says that we have objective evidence that that's true. So and there are there are several different ways people are trying to rejuvenate the thymus. Uh, but we have to uh, a ways to go first. You got to rejuvenate it. And then you got to find out if it d- makes any net benefit. Or is there a reason that newborns have a big thymus and then it shrivels up before we're even able to reproduce and have children? Um, you know what? Yeah. What is its what's its function in very very early life, and would we benefit from getting that back in later life? And nobody really knows. Yeah. I mean, I understand the theories, yeah. but at okay. this point, they're
9: theories. Mm. Well, my understanding was that your your T cells are produced in the bone marrow and they migrate to the thymus gland where they're supposed to mature, and they're at right. that point naive. But, yeah, ex- uh, ex-
2: except. Except that our T cells. So by the time you. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead.
9: Oh, yeah. But by the time you get into your. Well, ob... when, once you've reached puberty, then it starts to um, become fatty. So you have lean tissue being replaced with fatty tissue, and then mm-hmm. it also shrinks. Yep. But uh, the, the, the initial TRIM study, they actually had a small cohort of nine men eight of them who actually had reversal and rejuvenated their primus gland, uh, and then they figured out the ninth guy and what was going on with him and was able to get him back uh, to where his was starting to improve. But the question, I guess, is is, is it is it resulting in an immune, a better immune, immune response, a more useful yes. immune response?
2: Precisely, that's and that is the, the question. question, and that's what we don't know. You know, we we really don't know, Um, and you know, eight men is a long way from something we consider a statistically significant population. Uh, You you, you know, following those eight men to see what happens to them is interesting, but when it's eight hundred men, we'll Well, have some real population data that we can depend on.
9: Well, I think they've got around twenty or twenty-four in the in the Trim X. They extended the study, and they they they're hoping to get up as many as 80 um, participants as they can.
2: And that would be a very good start. And then following those people for the next 10 years to see, you know, how many infections do they have? How many cancers do they get? What is their response when they're infected by a variety of different agents? You know, so, I mean, the the theory is very, very interesting. But as yet, we don't really know what the outcomes will be.
9: Yeah. Okay. We can hope. Okay, okay. We can hope. Hey, I- <laughs> yes. Uh, just one other thought. Um, I heard read about something called Tudca, T-U-D-C-A, that's used to thin bile you're, coming out of your liver. And I don't know if that would help. If, I don't know if you had any experience with that or not.
2: There is a drug. I don't believe it was called Trudka. I don't can't remember what the name of it was now. <laughs> I, I actually I actually looked well, it up a few Tudka. weeks ago.
9: This is Tudka. T-U-D-C-A.
2: Hmm. Okay.
9: Yeah, I think it's yeah. more along the lines of supplement or something.
2: Yeah. Okay. No, nope, don't know anything about it. I'd have to look up the pharmacology and see if it makes sense.
9: Sure. Sure.
2: Okay. Okay, see, just one more proof. Dr. Mixon does not know everything. <laughs>
5: right. That's not true. Not true at all. There we go. I mean, if somebody said something about, oh, is there something like bile salt emulsification, you'd probably know it. You probably just don't know what Tudka is. I don't either. I don't way. know about
2: <laughs> But There actually is a, a chemical, and I looked it up several weeks ago, and now I've forgotten it again, that can dissolve... Uh, Cholesterol-based uh, gallstones.
5: Oh, okay. okay. Yeah.
2: And and so yeah, and so that might be something that would be useful. But it, once more, it was a prescription drug, and it's not a supplement. So I don't know okay. what the supplement is.
0: All right.
5: Thank you for your call, okay. Paul.
2: Uh, take care, sir. Oh, you're welcome. Have
5: Thank you. Day. Yeah, wow. Very, uh, actually, intellectual call. Mm-hmm. about the, We haven't been asked about the thymus in as long as I can remember. It's wow, been, yeah. Uh, so it must yeah. be a hot topic these days well, about immune system yeah, and the, aging. I, the, well,
2: and this was triggered a lot with the, the COVID thing.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, um, the, t, the T cell response is our memory cells. These are the ones that when we've been infected, then come out of hiding and attack the cells that are infected by the virus—they're also very important in protecting us against cancers—and mm. our T cells become less and less competent, and we get fewer and fewer of them as we get old. So then the question is, how can we get them back up? And the—you um, know—one one of the theories is if we can get the thymus to be active again, mm. since that has a big component of maturation and and robust T cells. I think the theory is makes sense. The question is, does it work? Yeah, I've had a whole lot of things in my fifty years in medicine that made a lot of sense and didn't actually pan theory.
5: out. yeah. Is this something that they discussed at the Buck Institute?
2: They actually did have one guy there talking okay. about yeah about thymus regeneration. Um, he was actually looking for a, pharma, a pharmaceutical uh, that would do it. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, whole
0: different issue. Wow. So many questions about so many topics today. We've had quite a few of them, and our show has uh, just a couple minutes left. And wanted to do one more push for our very important health fair that we have going on. Uh, it, this is the first time we've done this type of thing wanna, exactly oh, like this. That it's not really okay. a health fair.
5: Okay, We're it, calling it a health fair, we're but, but it's not a seminar. But it's not
2: a seminar. Not a seminar. There's no, uh, no booths for people giving things away. There's not a balloon
0: house. We just didn't want to uh, call it shot day because we thought that would scare Uh, people. Blood draw day. Yeah, blood draw. Vampire day. Vampire day.
5: But but there will be some coffee. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) coffee. This is a
0: good thing. And
2: green tea.
5: Uh, And we just want your blood. Yes, we just want
0: your blood for about a minute. It's an opportunity
2: to come and get a test called a gallery test that is a screen for 50 different cancers. Mm, It's $1,250. No insurance doesn't cover it. But it's about twenty five dollars per cancer, which is a pretty good rate, yeah, uh and it will screen for cancers that are so early and so small that you don't have any symptoms yet, right so anybody who has a family history of cancer, if you ever had a cancer of your own, if you just are worried about cancer, this is a wonderful test to come get,
5: yeah. And so anybody who's listening can come and get this test done. That's right. It's not mm-hmm. just for our patients. We yeah, right. do it for our patients yeah. already. already. Yeah. Yes,
2: we've been doing it for our patients for a year. But for the general public, you know, we've never offered it before, but we are now letting people come in on that one day.
0: Which is January 28th, January 28th from 9 to
2: noon. And get a blood test. We will then follow up with them. One of our doctors will call them back and say, it was all perfect. You're fine. Or we we've got a concerns. problem. Let's take Take a look at this and get a better look at it.
0: Yes. uh, Before we go, let me give you that number to call to schedule your appointment for January 28th. That's 866-86-YOUNG, 866-86-YOUNG. That's it for the show. We'll be back next week right here with more Leading Edge Medicine. You have a great rest of your weekend.